Folks, the United States government is not your friend. They're doing tremendous spending that my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren will have to make up for, will have to pay back with their taxes. Long after everyone who's on Earth right now is gone. Long after. Infrastructure bills where only 5% of the infrastructure bill goes to actual infrastructure. Trillions of dollars being spent on useless things of taxpayer dollars. Putting China and Russia above American jobs, putting China jobs and Russian jobs above American jobs, taking away sanctions on businesses that move out of the country to bring jobs back to America. President Biden is doing all of these things that I'm saying without even thinking about it. Not standing up for our allies in Israel. Defunding an American pipeline and shutting down an American pipeline while advocating for a Russian and German pipeline. Climate change only matters when it happens in the United States. In the United States. I don't know if you guys can see the hypocrisy here or not. But there is a lot of hypocrisy in the United States currently. People ask me a lot, why do you want to do politics? You're 14 years old. You can do anything with your life. Why do you want to do politics? Because I'm afraid. Because I'm afraid. This country is not the country that it was six months ago. This country was not the country it was two years ago. This country is not the country it was four years ago. This is not the country that it was even when I was born in 2006. This country is not the same country that it was when I grew up under Obama. This country is not the same country it was a hundred and however many days ago President Biden was inaugurated. A border crisis causing violence in our streets, causing crime. Protests over the death of a criminal, but not the death of young children in the womb that haven't even had a chance to commit a crime, haven't even had a chance to live. I don't know if you guys are seeing the problem with this. We are moving away from morals and truth in our society to convenience and lies. And this is That's even a global problem, not even just a nationwide problem. That's a global problem. Moving away from what we once what once once what we once were I'm scared I'm 14 years old almost 15 next week and I'm growing up in a country that won't be the same in 4 years when president Biden's out of office that won't be the same that is not the same country that I grew up in however many years ago 14 years ago when I was born, 12 years ago when Obama took an office, etc. This isn't the same country. And if, if you're not going to do something about it, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. If you're not going to do something about it, you shouldn't be involved in the media. You shouldn't be watching news of any sort. You know why? Because it is the job of American citizens to do something about tyranny in America. Not tyranny, I'm not saying that the government's tyrannical yet. It's their job to do something about the anti-Americanness in our government. 
And I'm not saying you storm the Capitol. I'm not telling you to create violence in the streets. I'm not telling you to riot and destroy. I am telling you to sign petitions. Sign petitions to ban abortion in your city, to ban abortion in your state, to ban abortion in your county. Run for school board. I know that's a very stereotypical thing to say. Run for school board. Keep critical race theory and the 1619 Project out of our schools. Go to Planned Parenthood, outside Planned Parenthood. Hold up signs, write in chalk. Say that abortion is murder. Tell the truth. Spread the truth about what abortion is and what it does to our society. The lack of consequence that abortion creates in our society. Talk about it. Every single person listening to this is either listening on a phone, a tablet, a TV, uh, a smart speaker, etc. Do you know what you can do about it? Take the phone that you're listening to me on, because I'm assuming if you have a smart speaker, you have a phone. Go in here, go to the app store on your phone, download any social media app. Any social media app. Turn on the camera, turn it towards you, and say abortion is murder. Go on Twitter and tweet abortion is murder. And take the criticism you're going to get because you are going to get criticism from liberals saying you can't take away our health care. Murder isn't health care. Open your phone. Say that our, sorry, that was my phone that dropped. Say that our leaders should put America first. These shouldn't be controversial opinions. That our leaders American leaders, the American government should put the American people first, American jobs first, American lives first. Open your phone, download TikTok, make a short video, say that abortion is murder, all lives matter, and whatever else you believe, and put that out there. And don't be afraid of the consequences that will come. Because folks, the society we're living in is trying to have a consequence for every single thing you say. Not just shouting fire in a movie theater, but if you say that you believe abortion is murder, that is a not, shouldn't be a controversial opinion, but it is in the 21st century. Folks, you have to stand up for your country. You have to stand up for the radical takeover. Sign petitions, get people on the ballot, get conservatives on the ballot, advocate, volunteer, knock doors, make phone calls for conservatives. We can take back the House and Senate and stop Biden's radical agenda. This is starting with OH15 here in my own district with the special election to help us take back the House slowly but surely. Vote for Republican in the primary and vote for Republican in the general. Folks, the state of this country is not great. I'm going to be completely honest with you. But we can do something about it as American citizens. Stand up. Make a video. Post it. Use the hashtag, whatever it's about, hashtag abortion is murder, hashtag all lives matter, hashtag back the blue, hashtag America first, hashtag anti-China, hashtag anti-Russia, whatever it may be, hashtag pro-Israel, whatever it may be, put that hashtag on there and stand up for what you believe in as American citizens. This is the GOP Josh Show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back. Did you know that the GOP Josh Show is available wherever you get your podcasts? That includes Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as iHeartRadio and YouTube. 
Just search The GOP Josh Show wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram as GOP Josh 20 and my Twitter as GOP Josh 20. Now back to the show. Welcome back. This is the GOP Josh Show. I hope you guys enjoyed the difference beginning today. I didn't open it just by greeting everyone, welcoming them, welcoming them to the program. I started with a little bit of an opening opening monologue. Uh, let me let me know what you guys thought of that on my Twitter. Tweet me at GOP Josh 20. Before we go really deep in today's episode, which I want to talk about Fauci, Dr. Fauci's email leaks, but his emails. <laughs> um, we're we're going to dive really deep into that, hopefully, if we have time. But I want to talk about the Blues Clues, which is a children's program, had a pride parade on their program. So I, <clears throat> fun fact, am not a child. I am a child. I'm not a Young child. I'm not an avid Blue's Clues watcher. And the only part of this parade I've seen is the very beginning that um, Matt Walsh put on his program um, today or yesterday by the time you're listening to this. So you can't see this at home because you're just seeing this is a podcast. So I'm going to try to describe to you a little bit what's going on in the video. So it's a drag queen. It's a man who's singing as a woman. So I'm, I'm, before we start the video, I just want to paint the picture. Pride flags, I see 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 different pride flags on the opening screen. A bunch of rainbows. And in the man's hand, the cartoon woman, who was a man's hand, there is a Black Lives Matter fist on the microphone that uh, he is holding. And it is a pink microphone. Big wig, big crown, looks like a princess. Um, so let me just play that clip. Hey, Blue, look at all these families. Hi, families. It's time for a pride parade. Families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. This family has two mommies. So the two mommies are alligators. Two alligators, um, obviously, they are not gendered in the show. I mean, they are. They're two moms. One's an astronaut, and one has a gay bow tie on, or the gay flag bow tie on with glasses. And the other one has, and the baby, baby alligator has a, um astronaut's helmet and suit on, and the other one's holding the astronaut helmet in their hand. Love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big Now, right here, we have, walking across the screen, there are three bears. One of them has a pride shirt on. One of them has a big scarf, um, a pride hat, and the little kid has a scarf, uh, tutu that matches the scarf and a little flower headband. Um, little, it looks like bunnies are running along in pride outfits with the pride Black Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter uh, flag. Hurrah, hurrah, families marching two by two, hurrah. Love each other so proudly, and they all go once again, marching the three the bears, in the big Now there's a bunch of different bunnies running basic pride Families pride. marching three by three. Now three by three is a disabled. There is a disabled um, non-binary dolphin with a abled non-binary dolphin and a kid with a pride flag cape on. Families marching three by three. Hurrah! 
each other so proudly and they all go marching in the big parade. So after this, I haven't seen Families it. marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah. Like Families marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah. Trans members of this family all love each other so proudly and they all go There's marching no in the big parade. Come join the fun. Families marching five Chill. by five, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching five by five, hurrah, hurrah. Some people choose their family. They love each other so proudly and they all go marching in the big parade. Families marching six by six, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching six by six, hurrah, hurrah. you see, can love each other so proudly and they all go marching in the big Parade, oh yeah! Families marching seven by seven, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching seven by seven, hurrah, hurrah. All families are made differently. They love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in I don't know how much the big parade. Like, families marching eight, eight. eight. Um, I don't know how far this is gonna go. Um, I'm done watching that. This is the indoctrination of our youth. This, along with Critical Race Theory, the 1619 Project, is indoctrinating our children. Notice how there wasn't a straight couple. Notice how there wasn't a man and a woman in that video. Notice. Notice. Because they don't want people to think you can just have a traditional family with traditional values anymore. You have to be woke or you can't survive in today's culture. That's just completely and utterly wrong. This video is should not have been on broadcast television. I think it's Nickelodeon who has Blue's Clues. I don't remember. I used to watch it when I was younger. This program should not be on air. This program should not be shown to the most influential members of society, the next generation. Children should not know what different sexualities are, what different identifications are. They are children. They should know their colors. They should know how to learn. They should know how to share, and they should know how to grow up and then make their own decisions about that later on in life. If I had a child and this was on their TV, I would never watch program television again. I would find alternatives or just watch Blue's Clues from when I was a child when it wasn't woke. Because that is insanely woke. There is no reason for something like that to be on broadcast television directed towards children. Now let's transition a little bit into the emails. Emails are going to be the fall of the Democratic Party. Emails are going to be the fall of the Democratic Party. 866 pages of Fauci emails shed light on early days of COVID crisis under Trump. Now, this is an article from Yahoo News, so it's going to be very left-leaning. There are over 3,600 pages. I don't have I obviously haven't read all 3,600 emails, but I'm sure Yahoo hasn't either. But I know one of the emails, which I don't know if they're going to mention it or not, says that Fauci claimed that COVID cannot be stopped by wearing a mask because the particles are too small and it will go through the mask. Like I said in a recent video to my social medias about how you can see through 
masks just by you can see the light through them because they aren't very helpful at all. So let's read this article. The Washington Post obtained 866 pages from Anthony Fauci's emails from March and April 2020 via the Freedom of Information Act, revealing what it's like for the government's top infectious disease expert to navigate the chaotic, I cannot speak today, chaotic early weeks of the pandemic under the Trump administration. Why it matters. Fauci's been one of the most prominent public faces of the U.S. government coronavirus response, opening him to both widespread admiration and criticism. U.S. officials were eventually forced to assign Fauci a full-time security detail. Highlights, um, George GAO, director of the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention, emailed Fauci on March 28th. Um, shortly after Science Magazine quoted uh, GAO, I don't know how to pronounce that last name, saying that the U.S. was making a big mistake by not recommending people wearing masks. He said, I saw the science interview. How could I say the word such a big mistake about others? That was journalist wording. Hope you understand. Let's work together to virus uh, out of the earth, GAO said. Thanks for the note. I understand completely. No problem. We'll get through this together. Fauci responded. This is pretty much just conversations between people. And the thing is, they aren't mentioning this part of the COVID. I, I'm trying to read through this article. I haven't had a chance to read the entire article. Okay, this this isn't a deep article at all. And I can't read the Washington Post original story that was linked in this article. Because I'm not a Wall Street Journal paying subscriber. I was looking on DuckDuckGo to try to get some other news sources. Let's look at CNN here. I read that article, and I thought I read more the first time I read it. Dr. Anthony Fauci was a regular on American television as pandemic unfolded across the country. Millions looked to the leading expert for insight and guidance on how to defeat the virus. He was fielding dozens of questions every day off screen to answering emails from team members, former colleagues, old friends, reporters, producers, celebrities, and sometimes strangers desperate for advice looking to leave a note of thanks. BuzzFeed News published more than 3,200 pages of emails from Fauci's inbox obtaining correspondence spanning from January to June 2020, and the Washington Post published expert excerpts of more than 860 pages of emails during March and April 2020. CNN also obtained a number of emails from February, but many were heavily redacted. While many federal government staffers prefer the phone to email, correspondence offers a real glimpse into Fauci's frantic schedule. I don't care about any of that. He said that he doesn't sleep a lot, but they're not going to mention the masks. I'm, re- I'm really not seeing anything useful about this article. In this article, Fauci mask email. Newsweek article. Fauci said masks not really effective in keeping out virus email reveals. Dr. Anthony Fauci wrote February 2020 that store-bought face masks would not be very effective at protecting against the COVID-19 pandemic and advised a traveler not to wear one. The Washington Post and BuzzFeed News, we already heard about this, has obtained the emails. In one message, Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, replies to an email from Sylvia Burwell, believed to be the Sylvia Burwell who was... um who was Health and Human Services Advisory for three years under President Obama. Burwell has asked for advice about wearing face masks while traveling. Fauci's reply is dated February 5th, 2020, and is available in a document cloud provided by BuzzFeed. Fauci wrote, 
Masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring infections. A typical mask you buy at the drugstore is, this is the, this is the key, not really effective in keeping out virus, which is small enough to pass through the material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit and to keep out gross droplets if someone coughs or sneezes on you. He added, I do not recommend that you wear a mask, particularly particularly since you're going to a very low-risk location. Bombshell. Bombshell right there. Fauci says that the COVID is too small in droplets to spread unless you sneeze or cough. So why are we still masked? Why are non-vaccinated people still being forced to wear a mask so often in society? There isn't science that backs this up. The, the leading science expert just said that there is no science to back up wearing a mask if you are not, if you don't have the virus. So why are non-vaccinated people still wearing a mask? This is insanity. Just like a video I made where you said if you wear a mask in a non-medically location, according to Matt Walsh, you are um, offensive and grotesque. And I completely agree. Because there's no need to wear a mask in 2021. There was no need to wear a mask in 2020. There's no need to wear a face mask. At all. Bombshell. Um, email leaks. I will post the link of all of the emails. Um, in the show notes of this episode, in the description of the YouTube video, go right there. NPR. Theory that COVID came from a Chinese lab takes on new life in wake of WHO report. Yeah, because the virus came from China. The virus came from China. So I actually found a better article than that one. It's from the BBC. COVID origin, why the Wuhan lab leak theory is being taken seriously. What is a lab leak theory? It is a suspicion that the coronavirus may have escaped accidentally or otherwise from a laboratory in central Chinese city of Wuhan where the virus was first recorded. Its supporters point to the presence of a major bio, uh, biological research facility in the city. The Wuhan Institute of Virology has been studying coronavirus in bats for over a decade. Those support the theory say it couldn't leak from this facility. Reports swirling around the U.S. media have made a have raised fresh concerns over the lab leak theory, and some scientists who were once skeptical to the idea have expressed fresh openness for it. A classified U.S. intelligence report saying three researchers at the Wuhan laboratory were treated in hospital in November 2019, just before the virus began infecting humans in the city, began circulating in U.S. media this week. But it was reported by the Biden administration had shut down a U.S. State Department investigation set up by President Trump into the lab leak theory. The possibility certainly exists, and I am totally in favor of a full investigation of whether that could have happened, Anthony Fauci, President Biden's chief medical advisor, told the U.S. Senate Committee on May 11th. President Biden now says he was uh, asked for a report on the origins of COVID-19 after taking office, including whether it emerged from human contact with an infected animal or by a laboratory accident. On Tuesday, Mr. Trump sought to take credit for the renewed interest in an emailed statement to the New York Post. Quote, to me, it was obvious from the beginning, but I was badly criticized as usual, he said. Now they are all saying he was right. The issue is still being hotly contested. A World Health Organization investigation was supposed to get to the bottom of it, um, but many experts believe it produced more questions than answers. A team of WHO-appointed scientists flew to Wuhan earlier this year on a mission to investigate the source of the pandemic. After spending 12 days there, it was 
which included a visit to the laboratory, the team concluded lab theory leak was extremely unlikely. The WHO. We should not believe the WHO. We should believe our own two eyes. We should believe the, believe the information around us. That shows us this virus came from China. This is the Chinese virus. Speaking of Chinese viruses, I think this is going to be a mostly mostly virus-related episode, to be honest. China downplays first human case of H10N3 bird flu. Risk of large-scale spread is low. A man in eastern China has reportedly contracted what is believed to be the first human case of the bird flu. I'm not going to say that long number again. But the Chinese government claimed that the risk of large-scale spread is low. I'm having PTSD. Or not PTSD. I'm having, I'm having flashbacks. It's about 15 months ago. When the vaccine, or when the virus, sorry, was unlikely to be spread by human-to-human contact and there was no reason to worry. A little virus out of Wuhan, China. I'm not sure if any of you have heard of it. It's called COVID-19. A 41-year-old man in Jin, Jin, uh, a Chinese province northwest of Shenyang was hospitalized April 28th. It is in stable condition. The National Health Commission said it on its website, according to the Associated Press. No human case of the bird flu has been reported elsewhere, the commission said. This infection is an accidental cross-species transmission. The statement from the Chinese Communist Party's National Health Commission said the risk of large-scale, transmi- large-scale transmission is low. The NHC also added that the virus strain is a less severe strain of the virus in poultry. The man was stable and is ready to be discharged from the hospital, reported Rutgers. Medical observation of his close contacts have not found any other cases. This is an article from the Daily Wire. Um, someone said that it is not a very common virus. Someone from the Regional Laboratory Coordinator of the Food and Agriculture Organization's Emergency Center for Transboundary Animal Diseases at the Regional Office for Asia and the Pacific. Wow, that's a long title. Rutgers also added that there have been no significant numbers of human infections with bird flu since the H7N9 strain killed around 300 people during 2016 and 2017. Why are we taking the word of China seriously? The article should be someone tested positive for bird flu. Not China says spread, spread is unlikely. Because China said spread was unlikely with COVID-19. And look where we are today. We should not be taking the word of the Chinese Communist Party, of the Chinese governments, which are the same entity. Realistically, we should not be taking their word for anything because their word is partisan. Their word has an agenda and their word is out to protect the Chinese Communist Party and is to hurt the United States of America. And the last little thing on the agenda, non-virus related, an article from Salon says Dominion makes the case that my pillow is liable for um, my pillow guy Mike Lindell's election lies. Dominion Voting Systems is working to make the case that my pillow CEO Mike Lindell is just as liable as his company is for the attacks on the 2020 election. Um, Business Insider reported Tuesday that Dominion explained that the two cannot be divorced from each other. Lindell is the so-called my pillow guy. Now my pillow claims that the my pillow guy was not speaking for my pillow. How many times do you think we're going to say, 
when he gave speeches at MyPillow-sponsored rallies in Washington, D.C., when he otherwise uh, exploited election lies to market MyPillow products, which could be purchased on MyPillow's website using promo codes like Fight for Trump, QAnon, QAnon, Proof, according to attorneys for Dominion Rope. MyPillow has fought the allegations claiming that Lundell is not MyPillow. The problem, however, is that the Twitter blocked Lundell from spreading false information about the election. He used the MyPillow Twitter account to promote debunked theories. The law is clear that the corporations can be held liable for the uh, defamation statements their employees make within the scope of their employment and furtherance of their company's business. Dominion attorneys explained in the compliant plainly alleges that from which a jury could infer that Lindell, who is to this day the president, CEO, and spokesman of MyPillow, who is widely known as the MyPillow guy, was acting as the company's agent when he exploited lies about Dominion to market MyPillow products. What if he's not wrong? I'm not saying that Trump didn't lose the election. I'm saying what if what Mike Lindell is saying is not wrong? There's an audit going on in Arizona right now in Maricopa County. They're working on more audits across the nation. So what if President Trump wasn't wrong? What if President Trump wasn't? Or what if not not President Trump wasn't wrong? What if Mike Lindell wasn't wrong? What if my pillow wasn't wrong? Because that is very possible with what's going on right now with the audits. So what if they find my pillow guilty? They find Mike Lindell guilty. They do whatever they they pay the fine whatever I don't know what how defamation suits work I'm not a lawyer. And then three months later the audits conclude and they say uh, yeah President Trump won Maricopa County uh, Dominion switched some votes etc. What do you think will happen there? Will they have to pay the money back? Will Dominion get in trouble for that? Probably not because we have a democratic government. We'll have to see how that happens. We'll have to see what happens in that instance. I can't really predict anything because I know just as much as you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the GOP Josh Show. Check me out on Twitter, GOP Josh 20. My Instagram is also GOP Josh 20. Check me out over there. Um, check out my website at uh, GOPJosh.com. Um, so you can send in some questions to the show, anchor.fm slash GOP Josh. Click the send a voice message button. I'll play those on air. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the GOP Josh Show. Stay tuned, my friends.